It does that every time now, <laughs> guys. It's freaking me out. Hello and welcome to episode 139 of Game Time with Manny. As always, I am here with Matt. Yeah, hello. I don't know why the fuck it does that. The countdown does zero like four times and then mm-hmm. it starts and it, I don't. Why does it do that now? It's confusing. Uh, boy, I just woke up from a nap. So oh, I you not, you seem a little out, out of it right now. So that I explains not, it. Okay. I am not fully with us right Wait, now. Did you work today? Yes, I get out at four during the summer. So oh, so you had enough time to sli- slide in a nap. I did. Mm, okay. Now, now we're here to talk about these things that I I'm looking at them. I forgot one of these happened last week because it was so exciting. Was it the good. Sonic stream? Yep. <laughs> God damn. What a fucking trash fire. What are you talking about, Manny? Like, last week you said what you want is the Yakuza team to make a Sonic game. And we're not getting that. And that's yeah. it. Yeah, but what I learned is I figured out how they could do it. They could do it like that Olympics game where it's the Sonic mascot. <laughs> and it's just someone who's like a really big fan of Sonic and thinks he's Sonic. Oh my god. Before we get to this Sonic stream, no, I'll let's, talk let's, about I why don't we just get what into... I put on here first. No, uh, you don't want to talk about you don't want to talk no. about Sonic? No, I never want to talk about Sonic. But first uh, the I... night of our podcast last mm-hmm. time at 11.30 p.m., Dragon Quest popped all the way off. I did, forgot it was happening, and I woke up in the morning, and the internet was on fire because they had, like, 12 billion announcements at this thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one was... Uh, I'll, I, actually, the one I have listed here first I'll talk about last because it's the most important. Um they did announce Dragon Quest 12. It's the I don't know if you heard this but it's the Dragon Quest for adults, Matt. It's for it's for adults. I didn't and I like it took me a long time to figure out what DQ was if I'm going to be entirely honest. That's insane. Because as <laughs> one of the like top 5 most popular video game franchises on earth. Uh that's crazy I, to me. In Japan. I uh, I mean it's still huge here. I, mean, I don't existed, think it's top. It existed five in the, world. the 80s. I don't think uh, it's one of the top five in the United States. That's all I'm going to say. I mean, I guess so. But I mean, they sell they have sold millions and it exists. One of the first video game franchises ever. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would say that's a pretty huge deal. I just don't think uh, of Dragon Quest. So I was like, what is this? And then I typed in DQ and just like everything was Dairy Queen into Google. And I was just like, this is uh, this is I mean, not helping. If you me. had typed Infinity Strash, it would have been impossible to find anything else. Mm, that's probably fair. I, I eventually with, same thing with DQX on offline. OK, that also would have been impossible <laughs> for anything else to come up. I mean, it took me a couple minutes. It wasn't like days of me just like scratching my head yeah. here. So like and then I was like, oh, Dragon Quest. Um, yeah. As I said, um, I'm just yeah. not the JRPG guy, so I was just like, what is DQ? Yeah, so uh, Dragon Quest Twelve, they showed the world's dumbest fucking logo with, like, lava and shit. And we're like, this is for adults, and it's being made in <laughs> Unreal 5. And I was like, all right, this gives me jack shit. And what I thought was really funny about this stream was most places do, like, a pre-recorded stream for each region 
they did not do that with this. And it was so funny because it was going out worldwide and mm-hmm. they showed the newest Dragon Quest 10 expansion, the sixth one. And people were like, oh, my God, they're going to finally bring it out <laughs> over here. And then at the end, it had text. It was basically like, oh, fuck you guys. It's never coming out overseas. <laughs> and I was like, man, what? And then after that, people got excited again because they were like, oh, but now we're making this thing called Dragon Quest X offline, where it's like you can just play the game, but like not online. And then mm-hmm. at the end, they again <laughs> said, wow, you guys, we got you twice. Get fucked over there in the US and Europe. We're not putting that shit out over there. What are you, crazy? Uh, and then they continued to announce 12 trillion other games. Uh, mm. Dragon Quest Treasure is like a weird, smaller RPG thing where you play as Eric from Dragon Quest Eleven and his sister, and you do weird shit there. Uh, Infinity Strash is the dumbest name I've seen in a long time, and it is a uh, an action RPG, which is like seems like it's supposed to be what dragon quest 11 originally was where it was an action rpg before they gave up and decided that they didn't want to incur the wrath of the fans and made it turn-based again uh there were a bunch of other things that i can't remember here there was like uh some fucking match three game that i don't remember the name of and something else but the most important one matt was dragon quest 3 hd 2d and that is just a remake of Dragon Quest three. Mm. It doesn't look like total dog shit. Like every single thing Square tries to put out of their old games where they're like, we redid all the sprites and now they're smooth and look like someone threw up on them. And we also got a third grader to design the font and it looks like trash. <laughs> Uh, also we made it for phones <laughs> fuck you and then we didn't change it at all when we put it out on Steam uh, this just looks like Octopath Traveler but if I didn't hate the way Octopath Traveler looked sometimes uh, and it's just that like it is just what that game would look like if it was HD-ified and that's crazy because what if they did this with every single Super Nintendo RPG what if they don't have to remake them they can just put this shit out. It takes mm. minimal effort from Square. It gets people to be excited because they don't have to want to vomit while they look at it. And it's very exciting. Also, for people who do not know, Dragon Quest 3 is like on the level of what Final Fantasy 7 is over here in terms of like the best JRPG of all time to people. So mm. for Japan, that is a fucking gigantic deal. Um, but I am excited and that is coming out worldwide. Thank God they said this. Uh, I, I think all of these actually Dragon Quest 12 too. They said they are trying to aim for a worldwide simultaneous release on all of them, except for the MMO related ones. Right. Which sucks because that game still seems really cool and I would love to play it. And I think a lot of people would love to play it, but Square says, no, you only get Final Fantasy over there clubs oh i guess it's already been released on playstation for what dragon quest 3 yeah the original the original back in it but just only in japan it seems like. yeah and also that i think is one of their great trash ports mm. 
because they love to give you abject bullshit for $20 right, or less. That is just a crime scene. Like the, it, the fucking Chrono Trigger steam port, they had to patch like 10 times to make it an average port of a SNES game. I was going to say, like, I heard it's like decent now. Yes, but you literally all you have to do is put the exact fucking ROM out on Steam and no one mm-hmm. complains and somehow they fuck that up. <laughs> and just like I still look at what they do to Final Fantasy VI and it's just like, oh my god. Pixel art is one of the few things that like does stand the test of time because people still use pixel art. Right. And some somehow Square has managed to fuck it up in spectacular fashion every time. Uh so yeah, Dragon Quest is happening the sonic stream though matt <laughs> i i want my time back i want the t- amount of time i took out of my lunch to uh, tune into that i want it back i don't like i don't like it what if i told you sonic was back in better than ever okay so that as i take it back i didn't write that on here the one good thing about that stream was they f- someone so wrote sonic- a letter and said, hey, people actually do like Sonic Colors. Do you guys remember that? And they were like, oh, fuck. We can do one thing that seems reasonable, and we'll put out an HD version of Sonic Colors. But they did say in that that Sonic is back and better than ever, and right. I'm saying let's not get carried away <laughs> with what we're well, saying about the Sonic brand. I would say it's better than, like, you know, the last 20 years. That's a low bar. It could happen. It is such a low bar. <laughs> so uh, I put the two bullet points on here. Absolute bullshit, uh, which will that in, encased a lot of things. They're putting out like a, a Sonic 1, 2, and 3 and Sonic and Knuckles Sonic CD collection for way mm-hmm. too much money. That is, uh, You could buy those on literally every platform already, I think. For cheaper than whatever they're trying to sell it for, if I remember mm. correctly. Um, but then it's just they love collecting those exact same Sonic games over and over. They can't help themselves. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Uh, but your favorite thing that they showed was the Olympic game, yeah, yeah. which uh, that uh, I didn't talk about that last week, but that had been announced last week. Um, but Sega decided that they were going to partner with them and they were going to put sonic in um and not in the way that you would think they would put sonic no. in in a way where sonic has the proportions of a human man and he's there at the olympics it, well, looks, it looks like, like a, man a mascot wearing a fucking sonic costume it yes. does uh I, that's what i assume it is that not the is that not the, what the the style they I were going for i don't know what the fuck they were going for i don't know why they did that i don't know what I mean, as a joke, I think that would be really funny to get for like our, like uh, our like extra life. But that's going to be like sixty dollars and way too much money. Yes, and they were like, "Oh, Sonic's crossing over into all this other dumb bullshit that I can't remember." Uh, and that was stupid. So the, before I get into my favorite thing, mm-hmm. what the fuck was the trailer? The trailer they showed that was like, oh, next gen Sonic, it wasn't even worth waiting for. (laughs) It was just like a CG Sonic running through the forest and then it made like an incomprehensible logo. Mm -hmm. And they were like, this is good forever. Everyone's psyched now. 
And I was just like, I want a refund on my time and I can never get that. And I should have known. I should have known that it would be like that. But I just think it's really funny that they took like 10, 15 minutes to go through that as if like there were people on Earth who cared about any of that happening other than maybe the Sonic Colors HD re-release. Okay, can we talk about something really weird? Okay, we can. Did you know they were doing a Mario and Sonic Olympic Games this year as well? Yeah. Then why are they doing Sonic in this Olympics game well, as they're well? Well, not, they're not making that Olympics game. They just were like making a partnership because they make Sonic at the Olympics game. But, but I'm saying like if they already have a Sonic game that's at the Olympics, why do they need... He's got to be at all the Olympics. I guess. Sure. Sure. Okay. He's got everyone. He's, Sonic's <laughs> taking over the Olympics. Also, the real Olympics aren't going to happen. Also, Probably. why didn't they show Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games? Yeah. At the Sonic event. That's why I, I assumed it wasn't it's happening. Mar- it's because Mario's there. Maybe. I literally assumed, I was like, oh, I guess they're not doing Mario and Sonic at the Olympics if Sonic is in this other Olympics game. No, no they're doing both. So we could spend $120 this year on Olympic Games, man. The thing that I can't spend $120 on though is Sonic some poor marketing person (laughs) was like we have to get a Sonic collaboration with something what do the people (laughs) love and they spun a wheel and it landed on sick bling Mm -hmm. and there was just this marketing slide of bling of Knuckles, Tails, Sonic and Shadow that is with King Ice, which as someone who didn't know what the fuck that company was, looked it up and you could buy a $10,000 jewel encrusted Xbox logo from King Ice. If you had that kind of money and loved Xbox that much, Um, or perhaps like SpongeBob made of gold. Uh, they have had various collabs with SpongeBob, the Ninja Turtles, Snoop Dogg. Like, Ooh. if you want diamond encrusted Africa on a chain, you could get that. But now you will be able to get Sonic Bling, and it is a bummer because, as a hilarious joke, I would have bought it for thirty dollars. The things that look right. like the things that look like the Sonic Bling were a minimum of eighty, uh, mm. and so that's who's who is who is it for why are they doing that Um, why do this collaboration that is a good question like who is this for who is it for (laughs) because someone who is gonna wear that and spend that amount of money on it doesn't care about sonic Mm -hmm. unless they are so so committed to a joke or they lost a bet or they just made a lot of money on like GameStop and they're just not going to be smart with their I don't money. Know. All I know is that there was a $10,000 Xbox logo thing that they are selling at kingice.com. <clears throat> that's fucking insane. That's a lot more money than I would be willing to spend on anything. Like uh, also they had a lot of xbox related bling so just xbox of things yes no playstation or so Nintendo. they may have all they nope 
they may have made a sick exclusive deal with Xbox on that. Because, like, Nintendo fans are, like, really weird about stuff like that. I could see, like, a Nintendo fan, like a Zelda fan or something. Sure, but only people who love weed. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Xbox, Spongebob, also Sonic the Hedgehog, are allowed to (laughs) shop here. And the Powerpuff Girls, weirdly, as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, That one I didn't understand. Because most of the other ones, like Nickelodeon owns the Ninja Turtles like TV brand, so a lot of them were uh, Nickelodeon-themed, but not the Powerpuff Girls. They were were separate. And also, I don't associate Africa with Snoop Dogg. I'm sorry. I associate smoking pot with snoop dog so I, I like lots of people i i don't know why africa is the association that they made with one of those things also ak-47s i mean he was Anyways. born in california yeah i know that. actually very I, close to my birthday so yeah. it's so it's so it's so weird like, yeah i, yeah, get, I yeah. get the golden pot leaf I get the weird jewel encrusted blunt tip, not the not <laughs> Africa on a chain. Uh, but anyways, the shadow of the does hedgehog. Does he have a Sonic Bling is funny? Does he have a song like Africa song? No, I think that when he became Snoop Lion, it was because he went to Africa and like touched his own uh... soul or something. I don't remember what exactly happened there, but that's all I have in me to talk about Sonic. There is a new game coming someday. Also a TV show that looks like trash. Uh, I boy, someone's going to buy Sonic bling. Very <laughs> excited for them. If, if one of our fans buy that, like just kind of message Manny and just let him know. Yeah. No one's like... going to do that. No one will be able to message us because no one ever is going to buy that for $80. Someone should and reach out to Manny. Oh, $80 minimum. <laughs> like I just, the poor marketing person who was tasked <laughs> with going to find a, a, someone they could cross over with. They, <laughs> I feel for them. What if it was like a friend and it was just like, Oh, I got the hookup. That'd I know sick. exactly. That's, that's even better. <laughs> that's even better because I would, you know, I just imagine some beleaguered marketing person who's like, no one likes Sonic. What can we possibly do? But it's uh-huh. way better if it's some guy who's like, this will be sick. <laughs> exactly. People love Sonic and people love bling. That's even better. I love imagining that guy. I hope they're real. That's uh-huh. so sick. Uh-huh. Uh, to move in, I just grouped all this stuff under one thing. Sony... Oh, you you skipped over something in the middle. Did I? Oh, yeah. Sorry. King of Fighters 15 was delayed. After they released every trailer for every character, they were mm-hmm. like, ah, no, we're not ready. It looks is, fine, uh, but I mean, good for them. Take as long as you need to make it not suck. I heard that a delayed game can be good. It's true, but a, a rushed game is mm-hmm. bad forever. Yes. I've which I, I roll my eyes every time because it's like, that's not even true anymore. Like, why it's, do people It's post not that? even true. Also, like, I'm fairly certain people always attribute that quote to Miyamoto, and I don't mm-hmm. think he ever said it. Oh, I'm sure he didn't. And, yeah. and the other thing is, like, a lot of games, even back then, went through oh, yeah. development hell and came out terrible. I mean, like, it length of time has nothing to do with quality. So No, it doesn't. But uh, in terms <clears throat> of, like, a fighting game, I you know, usually the longer they let them cook, the better. Also, the last King of Fighters game was questionable at best. So, uh, yeah, as long as they don't look like weird, slutty, sweaty clay figures, 
I know pixel art is more expensive to do and harder to do, but I wish they'd go back to it. Uh, the, yeah, the new the new ones look okay. I'll give it. Yeah. It looks better than whatever the fucking of Fighters well, fourteen had going on, which is not, it went. It's a fucking low bar. It went from one of the best looking fighting games to one of the worst. Yes, uh, and this looks like average. It looks fine. Okay. And if okay. you're gonna have that many characters, I, you know, whatever. sure. Uh, so yeah, Sony did a bunch of stuff. You watched mm-hmm. the Horizon Forbidden West stream. Yes, I, I assume you not. were. I assume you were traveling. I was. I was traveling. Did you see that video I sent you, or did you not even watch it? I did not watch it because oh. I forgot that you had sent it to me until a couple minutes ago. Oh, okay. Well, the, it, I just kind of like I, it was just like a very short clip, and like it, it just it showed like a grapple hook, and then like the like the Zelda like I I can't think of the like where that just kind of lets you glide down like a oh yeah 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 the, like a parasol or whatever. Mm-hmm. So like uh, like. And it was a combat situation, and like Aloy jumps up, like grapple hooks, like pulls herself like very quickly into a wall, then hops up, and then just kind of glides down. And I was like, "All right, that looked like really cool." And it seems yeah, like yeah. they may have fixed some of the traversal issues yeah, that people so had I, with the game. It seems like they really focused on a lot of traversal stuff. Mm-hmm. Also, have you seen why people are so upset about this game? Uh, because she's not beautiful. I mean, it's not that she's not beautiful. She looks like a fat baby. Uh, she, I, I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't, I don't know. That I is think... weird. But no, it's like her, they, it is not the same. She does not have the same face. No, she, they and did. That is very bizarre. Which I mean, like I did see people like Photoshop and like, it was very clear, like this Photoshop, like they, they added like all this makeup and stuff. And it's like, well, she's, oh yeah, that, that, that is weird. <laughs> and I saw people were upset and I was like, who uh, cares? And then I saw yeah, the yeah. picture and I was like, oh, like, I mean, people are not wrong. She does not look the same and her cheeks look a little chubby, but also who gives a fuck and does it matter? At all? I, well, no. that's, that's what my thought is like her, your cheeks look a little puffier, but like, does I don't. I don't care. I don't care about that. So, yeah. I mean, uh, they were not good at faces in the first one. So, no, no, no. It would stand to reason they would not be in this coming off of a game where everyone wore masks. Mm. <laughs> uh, but no, I. It was just weird. People are like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Uh, so I. I don't care about that. And and then the other thing that was confirmed is like they're swimming like underwater now. Which I, I kind of figured there was because in one of the trailers they showed yeah, yeah. like her swimming underwater. And I was like, I wonder if that's a cutscene or if that's going to be like part of the gameplay. And it seems like you'll be swimming underwater in the gameplay. Because before I just did the same thing where you just swim on top of the water and you, you don't really dip under. Mm-hmm. And if there's one thing I know about video game fans, it's that they love underwater traversal. Mm-hmm. So... It does look cool, though. Like, I mean, they obviously Gorilla has cool tech and like, yes, that they will do a good job with all the stuff. The way the free climbing works looks nice and stuff. So So you did eventually watch it later or just Uh, saw saw, like some clips of it. And I I mean, it looks like graphically, it looks buck wild. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm you know very excited. Uh, They didn't announce a date. Uh, which I, I I'm sticking by like it'll be sometime in the fall. That's that's I mean Sony's got to have something in the fall. So yes, I there was a very direct quote from someone I saw that said it is most likely late September, uh, mm. but it is very possible that it still could get pushed to next year uh, if it's not oh, like wow. fully baked. So, so but they you want know what? To be fully baked. You know, 
a game released early, you know, it could be bad, Manny. <laughs> it could be. That game's going to be fine, though. Yeah, I, no, reg- yeah Regardless, like, it's going to sell really well for yeah, them. Yeah. And, like, people are hungry for first-party Sony titles. So, like, I mean, it, plus it won't be bad, right? Like, it's a guerrilla yes. game. Like, it's not going to come out and, like, be some steaming pile of shit. Like, it's going to be fine. So, Well, not just that. I mean, like, Sony has a track record at this point that, like, they're releasing, like, at least, like, their main studios, for, for the most part, they're pretty much, like, 8 out of 10 or better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, like, I, yeah, I have I have no doubt that it's going to be just, like, a, a game that I love. I don't think you will like it, and I doubt you'll even get it. That is true. Uh, but like for me, very exciting. You know what is very shocking, Manny? That people are shocked that God of War was delayed. There's, <laughs> there's only half of this statement that is shocking. God of uh, War <laughs> got delayed until 2022 from its literally non-existent release date. I, mm-hmm. My mind, I'm shocked. <laughs> what? I mean, we knew it was coming out mm-hmm. someday. Mm-hmm. And now that it's coming out in 2022, I couldn't believe it. I saw this and I was just like, wow what how you, could this happen I, t- I i text you and i was like manny are you sitting down for this because like i knew i know you, and you knew it would i would not be able to believe such a wild outlandish claim and, but yeah people were like fucking losing their minds yes. and i was like it didn't even have a release window like what the fuck are you talking about Who did you see did you see on twitter the comments that alana pierce got no she like she like screenshotted them some and like people were like you're just uh, something about you're gonna get raped and like just like horrible horrible things what (laughs) to her specifically and like like it's her fault and like it was her choice to 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 lay it uh so yeah that's that's insane yeah Uh, i I always thought it was gonna come out in 2022 unless uh, they had been fucking doing a secret insane development cycle where that was like mostly done for two years or something and they were just holding it hostage like I, there was no way the shit was coming out this year think about it horizon zero dawn it was 2017 F- four years later horizon zero dawn 2 god of war 2018 four years later 2022 2022 but like, like also it, nothing had ever been shown other than the logo sure like sony doesn't do that with their games like sony's not the one who's gonna be like oh yeah we're gonna put out this huge story-based single player game with no fanfare in like a (laughs) month and a half like that Mm -hmm. was never gonna fucking happen like anyone who thought this game was gonna come out this year lived in a fucking magical fantasy world no do you think we'll see some like a trailer like showing some of it (sighs) at their e3 or like you know basically equivalent e3 yeah like I, that would be the time are saying to show that it. people are saying that sony's probably gonna <clears throat> do some non-e3 thing in june uh mm-hmm. and yeah i mean i at their next like big showcase of a bunch of stuff i would expect like it, at the very least a teaser you know what i mean so that i kind of expect horizon to get like a date mm-hmm. uh because that would make sense like you know save that for like of the big announcement show like actually show some god of war and then prop do you think maybe tease what naughty dog is working on uh maybe but or at that the very too, least that might be way too early for that or at the very least like because like there's supposed to be that last of us online thing oh that is true yeah so we'll probably see that yeah um, and then insomniac i mean like maybe that other studio is working on something 
because they have the like the one in California and then North Carolina. So we know the one is working on Ratchet and Clank. So the other one's yeah. got to be working on something. So it's either Spider Man or Sunset Overdrive. Yeah, I think it's Spider Man. <laughs> it would uh, if they were smart, it'd be Spider Man, because uh, mm-hmm. that would make them a lot more money. That that yes. And now, Matt, we have to talk about the second part of this, which I don't know if you remember a certain man named Jim Ryan. And he said that PlayStation believes in generations. Mm-hmm. And he basically said, like, no, why would we keep making PS4 stuff? It's a new generation. It's a brand new generation. The PS4 can't handle what we're doing. It's impossible. We throw that shit in the garbage is basically mm-hmm. what this man said. And now... Horizon Forbidden West always announced for PS4, right? And you're like, like oh, okay, I got it. that's yeah, I'm with you. And then now when God of War gets delayed, they're like, well, it's on PS4 now. And I was like, well, how's that even? But we believe in generations. <laughs> it's impossible. It can't be. And then they were like, what about Gran Turismo 7? Also, can that be on PS4? And it's like, what? What? I Like, I get it. I get it because you have already basically it's been confirmed that there will be the computer chip shortage will last until like the end of 2022 right so there's gonna be uh you know a shortage on ps5s but like come the fuck on like you could just say we don't want to do what you want us to do with backwards compatibility and ps4 stuff without making yourself look like a fucking idiot. And that's what's happening now is because like every major game with the exception of ratchet and clank is Mm. probably going to be a PS4 title now. And like, that's fine. Just don't like pretend like, no, we're so we're all in on the PS5. You fucked the PS4, throw that shit in the trash. And then announce that every fucking game that you were like, ah, PS5 exclusive is also on PS4. Like that makes you look like an idiot. Yeah. But then like at the same time, does it make them look good to just be like, yeah, we know you want PS5s, and we we can't get them to you. Well, but on the other hand, like the sales of Miles Morales prove that they don't even have to release these things on PS4 for them to get ridiculous sales and for it to not matter at all. So, like, I I don't know. They're they're trying to go both ways, and it doesn't make sense. I mean, I agree, but as someone who does not have a PS5, it is nice that they're releasing PS4 versions. That is true. Oh, and that is the other thing, that all of that footage of Horizon was shown on PS5, so I think PS5. people are going to be, uh, you know, maybe they should temper their expectations on what that looks like in comparison, because I saw that footage, and let me fucking tell you what, it's not going to look like that. <laughs> it'll it'll look like the first one. Yes, and that and... is not what the footage of Horizon Forbidden West looks like. No, but I mean, it's still fine. It is fine. Yes, I know. But I'm just saying, like, people are like, this is so sick. Look at it. It's a PS4 game. And it's like, oh, you should <laughs> not think that, my man, because we're going to get Puddlegate 2 all over, you know, Puddlegate 900, in fact. Well, I mean, I mean, that studio has a has that history as well. It does. Uh, but yeah, so God of War, Ragnarok is going right. to come out on PS4 and Gran Turismo 7 also going to come out on PS4, which had already got the God of War delay much before mm-hmm. this. It is coming out at some nebulous time in the future. Which uh, hopefully by Ragnarok, I will have a PS5. Yeah. yeah hopefully yeah. by then. Yeah, I would assume that by the time that comes out and probably the fall of 2022, you know, 
Hopefully. It could be spring. It could be spring. I, you know, maybe it will be. I think it's got a more one one. Because, like, you think about, uh, like, Sony releases a lot of games, like, late spring, early summer, like, June, uh, you know, May, June. So. Uh, but who's excited then... for Sony Ben's new open world IP? Mm-hmm. They were like, man, we made Days Gone, and people didn't want it. Except now that people all of a sudden are like, but Days Gone 2 could have been cool. Uh, no, but like, here's the thing. like, Critically, it didn't do well, but I think financially it did do well. Yeah, well, you know what? They pitched the second one, and Sony mm. said, how about no? <laughs> and now they're making a new open world IP. Hopefully it's cool and doesn't involve zombies. Because if they went from making one open world zombie IP to another one, that would be bad, I think. I think because why just... wouldn't you just make a sequel to Days Gone if you were going to make another zombie-based IP? I don't know. Uh, yeah, so it's Bend is doing that. They're ranking mm-hmm. a new open-world IP. They just wanted to let the world know that they are not making Days Gone 2. Which, I mean, that was announced a while ago. It was, but they really needed us to know because mm-hmm. I don't know why you even give this announcement. Sure. Because obviously they were making a new game because what else were they doing? Uh, they were developing a game for uh, the Vita, actually. Oh, good. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. still, it was the most <laughs> ambitious Vita game ever. Now it'll never see the light of day. They're making a new open world uh, IP instead for the uh-huh. for the PS4, probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, also, uh, right around this time, there was a Far Cry 6 uh, stream. I assume you did not watch this. I did not watch this. Uh, it was short. Uh, all I will tell you is, Manny, it's mm-hmm. more Far Cry. Yes. But there's a lady protagonist. Oh, shit. I think so. Like, gameplay of this game, like, leaked today, I think. I, it's a Ubisoft game. <laughs> no, I know. I'm just saying, like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I think it leaked today because they were like, mm-hmm. they're probably going to show it at some E3 thing. <sighs> But it looks like Far Cry. I guarantee you it looks like Far Cry. (laughs) I can't believe it. (laughs) Like, what is there to leak? I don't understand. I can't believe you would spoil the surprise for everybody like this. I mean, I didn't see it, but like that's my prediction. It probably looks like a fucking Ubisoft game, specifically Uh Far Cry. Mm -hmm. Uh, I will never recover from this revelation. (laughs) I can't believe it. But the big thing is, it's it's coming out in October, October seventh. So, which yeah, I think I predicted that, last that, week. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Which, as I and I think I predicted last week. I said October. So, uh, this next one, I, <laughs> <laughs> I kind of had. It's kind of sad, but I, I kind of had. Oh, to laugh it is at not. It. It's not sad. <laughs> it's not sad. Yuji uh, Naka has mm-hmm. been reportedly he has departed from Square Enix. He's no longer there. Uh, people believe it's because he was fired for Bell and Wonderworld. I, God, I hope that's true because he deserves it. I played the demo. It was not good. And I think that Yuji Naka should have been fired from Sega before for making Knights. <laughs> so, uh, you know, mm-hmm. look, I get it. The dude is like, <clears throat> uh, he's got some weird vision. Bell and Wonderworld didn't realize whatever that was it sucked and like Mm -hmm. 
I still think it's insane that like he had one of the best CG studios on the planet make those fucking CG cutscenes for him, and other Square games are just like fucking way better than Bale and Wonderworld and don't get that. Uh, it's so weird. Bale and Wonderworld sucks, <laughs> and uh, yeah, Yuji Naka is not gonna get to make the sequel we all craved. Mm-hmm. I know you're. I know you're disappointed, dude. Well, he can. It'll just be a spiritual su- successor of another company. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. sure. <laughs> Do you think he's gonna go uh, like the crowdfunding route and try to do something? I don't know. I d- like. I just a lot of those older Japanese developers like that. Like they just. Well, that's what I mean. Like he, they just like are so out of touch with reality or something, mm-hmm. and like they keep trying to make these fucking games that feel like they're like from the mid 2000s and they need to stop like the only one i can think of that is like a was a lot different was uh igarashi with uh bloodstained like he well, just, like, like even then he... understood what was popular about that game and like tried to make that game again whereas like i feel like yuji naka and uh uh yu suzuki with fucking shenmue like they, they just don't I don't think they have like a grasp on what they need to make. But like, I think the big difference there is he just kind of took what was great about symphony of the night and just kind of did that again. Yeah. Uh, so like, and like, Yuji and Naka, like uh, what the fuck is bail and wonder world? Because Knights sucked too, in my opinion, but it's not even going off of what made Knights pop. So like, what the fuck sure. is he doing? But but my point is like <clears throat> I played you know Symphony of the Night last year and I was like okay this is just a really well made game yeah so like so like he just kind of took something that like you can pretty much make at any point in video game history and it's going to be good uh, like if you know what you're doing and clearly he does know what he's which doing, he does so. but yeah he made that same game like twelve hundred times like sure, every sure. every GBA and DS game like Aria of Sorrow and shit was just as good mm-hmm. as Symphony of the Night like right I. So like he yeah he just was good at game design whereas like Yuji yes. Naka like yeah you programmed on Sonic <laughs> you know spoilers dog I don't think Sonic was that good back then mm-hmm. and like sure it has like weird interesting level design but then it, when the follow up that you make to that is fucking Nights into Dreams like that wasn't good either and so now you're making this weird piece of shit mm-hmm. as a follow up to your weird Wii remake of Nights into Dreams and like I don't think what is this. And like obviously, like Yu Suzuki was the same thing. He's another fucking guy who was at Sega, just like Yuji Naka. And mm-hmm. we played Shenmue. Like I, I just don't one, get it. Another one is Mighty Number no. Nine. Yeah, like Inafune, and th- yes, that, that's very weird. And they're all. But my point is, they're all crowdfunded. So like, I just feel like he's gonna be like, oh, I can do this. I guess I, like that is one where I will I would never make <laughs> something he makes like that's a, you do that you get what you deserve at the end probably like it's very weird and like just the fact that he was so adamant that there be no talking and Bell and Wonderworld and it was supposed to have all these like weird themes that's so fucking bizarre so bizarre uh, I also want to point out that you backed uh, Shenmue three without having played the the other Shenmue games. No, but that I'm glad I did that. <laughs> now we know, and we I can't uh, wait. That one, that one is insane. And I, he got so much money for that, and he's y- yes, that will never finish now. 
and and that's his gift to humanity that's, not finishing shenmue yeah um to to, to get off that uh nintendo uh, yeah, well, 15th yes i i would say like this next like three is just kind of like e3 news for the next couple of weeks uh so nintendo has a press conference on june 15th so here in 11 days mm-hmm. uh looks like uh uh, at Square Enix's uh, press conference, which I didn't write down the day, doesn't matter. Uh, looks like uh, Eidos Montreal is working on like the Guardians of the Galaxy game, so like that's going to be one of their big things. Uh, Square, you seem excited about this, Manny. Why would I ever be excited about this? I like I just I I. Get... I can't even I can't even quantify why this is so lame and it's just because like they're not trying to make cool marvel games i think that's my problem and like to to be to be totally clear if they show this guardians of the galaxy game and it looks fucking sick good for them like that that would be super cool but like i i expect this to be like the lamest trying to make it exactly like the movie cash grab you can possibly imagine and it's just because like there you could make really cool Marvel games like I, mm-hmm. I think you could, but I think they keep trying to do specifically properties that were popularized because of the movies. Like that's why they made an Avengers game and made it only characters who were in the movies. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's just like one of those things where that well, they did hype make... has died down now from those movies. Right. Like. <clears throat> I mean, I would love for someone to be like, we're making a fucking blade game. Because they announced a Blade movie, but that's never going to happen. Like, they're going to be like, oh, well, people love Guardians of the Galaxy now. So, like, I, I, I don't know, dude. I just, I pictured this as being like a really lame third person shooter. <laughs> well, I mean, like, I, yeah, it depends on if, if it's going to be co op or what they're going to do. It, it, I have no like, idea. Like, I just imagined this to be <clears throat> a really lame third person shooter where there are way too many try hard funny jokes. and i think that's what we're gonna get Mm -hmm. but who knows i would love for this to be so cool but i i doubt i will feel that way i think insomniac has spoiled us on the the superhero marvel video games i also do and that's (laughs) but like that's another one where like Mm -hmm. it's not it's not the plot of what the spider-man movies were like and they so easily could have had it be that and it just is Mm -hmm. a completely different like contained thing where they're using different villains and like making up their own in the case of the tinkerer like you can do cool stuff and maybe that's what this is but i just because it is square and Mm -hmm. crystal dynamics put out that avengers game like i just don't see it well, and this is the studio that made that bad Tomb Raider game. I know. <laughs> and like, that's all. I, yeah, I just like, this is so weird. And I, mm-hmm. I have no faith in that, but sure. Uh, like I do, one... I do, I do have faith in the Suicide Squad game that Rockset is making. Cause, cause I think they can like make a cool enough, unique game. Yeah. And, and like, as we've said, like Arkham Knight is not like a terrible game. No, 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 no uh okay yeah so this is the the team that did thief and deus ex before that's what i thought so i just wanted to make sure yeah i i don't know man that just seems like such a like someone uh, people out there will be really excited by that announcement and i just like i'm just (laughs) like really this is what what we're doing i am gonna go into it hopeful that it'll be an eight out of ten 
Sure, I would love that. I would love also for a new Marvel Ultimate Alliance, but we will never we got one. Oh God, yeah, we did, and that game was fine. Like it was a fine it was game, fine. but it shouldn't have just been on the Switch, and like they should have been given a bigger budget. Yeah, but that was just because like Nintendo only Nintendo was willing to. Yeah, I, I I know, and that seems <laughs> weird, and I I don't know, man. I, we got it. We got one, and it we was got all it, right. and that's fine. And it was all right. It was not terrible. So, like, good on them for that. But it's just <laughs> Marvel has these licenses that are could be so huge, and it just like outside of Spider Man, I feel like they're just <laughs> being like, squandered. Well, what is DC doing? It, well, exactly. But the Suicide Squad game could be cool. All right. Well, at least DC has Infamous, or not Infamous, Injustice. Every you know, like yes, four and years. Injustice will be cool. Is cool, and like those Batman <sighs> games were cool. But mm-hmm. I'm just like that. But is... those Batman games were five years ago now. So I know, Six and years ago. like uh, those games were cool, though, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like they have yet to make a Marvel game outside of Spider-Man and <laughs> Hulk's Ultimate Destruction Tour on the GameCube, where I'm like, ah, yes, this wait, is cool. Wait. You forgot uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Okay, I, Marvel vs. Capcom 3, <laughs> I don't even count. I count that as a Capcom game. Uh, it's a, yeah, I don't know. That, that, uh-huh. I, I will look forward to footage of this product. What if someone made a really good X-Men game? It's impossible. That's they not pe- true. They peaked with X-Men Legends. That is not true. And I bet. I bet if I went to... I don't know, like let's say insomniac and said hey make a really good x-men game they could do it i bet what, I, do what it. I think is so bad about the fact that so many x-men games have been so bad is like it doesn't even have to be about the x-men it mm-hmm. just has to be about like you create a character who has powers and go from there and make it an action rpg and still they have fucked that up they've made that game that i just described and still it sucks like, yeah, X-Men Legends peaked. X-Men as a franchise and video games peaked early with X-Men Legends. And then they made X-Men Legends 2 and you're like, mm, this one's not as good. Thanks for that try, though. I appreciate it. Didn't they make tried. that Wolverine game? Okay, Wolverine Origins also okay. I'm not uh, saying it was good. I was no, just like, but I, was... I just like, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it's just so weird. And like the X-Men Origins <clears throat> and this X-Men Origins 2. Sure. X-Men Legends, sorry. Uh, had like a good swath of mutants that wouldn't normally be in like a video game. And they were just like fun, dumb, like Diablo esque things. And then they took away most of the parts that made it cool for the second one. It was very weird, but then they just like, that was the pre template for ultimate Alliance. And then they just made ultimate Alliance. Mm -hmm. Uh, So yeah, I don't know. I would love for them to make a cool X-Men game as a huge X-Men fan, but I have set my targets (laughs) very low. I would say for the most part, just avoid any of those like like franchises and just hope for a new IP a lot of times. Yeah. Because it's 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 the same way I feel about Star Wars, and weirdly enough, the same company's licensing them. Uh but then like because like then you can get things like Mass Effect where they can have a little bit more creative liberty and yeah. and not be like hampered by, you know, like by Star Wars. They can do something like Star Wars, but not be, you know, sh- struck by. Star well, and like, I think that's what's so funny about why there are not more DC games is like Warner Brothers doesn't have to license them. Like mm-hmm. they just have those rights, so they don't have to worry about that. And even then they're still like, should we do this? 
<laughs> so I yeah. just like it's very funny to me. It seems so, like, like they, they get can, it. It seems like NetherRealm can do whatever they want with that story mode and stuff because like that's always like oh the yeah. injustice story modes like actually like very well done. Well yeah, and they like there is <laughs> there are injustice comics because of that, yes. and that comic series does really well. But I just think it's funny that like these companies will license anything from Marvel, but WB <laughs> won't even use their own shit because they're like, maybe we just shouldn't make these games. Mm-hmm. That's probably better. And you know, maybe they're right. I I don't know. Yeah, we what we should do is make a Lord of the Rings game that goes against everything that that book series was about. <laughs> so weird. I, yeah, their decisions make I, I don't know, dude. But like, yeah, I they could make really cool Marvel games. They could make really cool Star mm-hmm. Wars games, and like, well, like uh, Jedi Fallen Order, I think is cool, and like where they're going it from does. there. But like, that's what. I just want Star Wars games where they don't have to do with any recent Star Wars thing. Like just fucking it's space and like it has the same races and like concepts. It doesn't have to like be about Luke and shit. And that's the same problem the movies had. But anyways, I I think what you're asking for is just like a new Mass Effect. I'm just I'm asking for Knights of the Old Republic. It's not that fucking hard. Well, that's that was rumored, right? Yeah, it sure was. I think like last summer they were. I like know, and I I have I it. have negative faith in Bioware to produce that anyways, so it's okay. Well, maybe they, Microsoft they remade... maybe Microsoft can license it for Obsidian. <laughs> they remade Mass Effect, and it was good. Yes, they put out the same <laughs> games again, and they were good. I agree. And I'm saying like they could do that for Knights of the Old Republic, and you would be okay. I, I yeah, I would play Nancy Old Republic again right now with no uh mm-hmm. no graphical update. So you know. Well you can do you can do mods on your PC with graphical updates. So that is true. Uh and the last one on here you put on here, uh Jeff mm-hmm. Grubb says Elden Ring being shown by Jeff Keeley on mm-hmm. June tenth. Which uh, is uh less than a week away. It is. Um they also like a, a lot of the other things had been gotten dates or like specific days, not times for a lot of them. Right. Uh, so, I mean, those are out there. People can find those. Um, but yeah, it looks like there's a decent amount of like streams and stuff for those for from the 11th to the or the 12th through the 15th. So. That's neat. I'm excited to just see a lot of weird, dumb streams. Right. At or surrounding E3. Devolver's so. in there, you know? Ubisoft. Yeah, because I wanted to look. The Summer Games Fest kicks off next week, June 10th, at 11 a.m. Pacific, uh, 2 p.m. Eastern. So, um, so that, I mean, I assume that's when we'll start seeing... I assume that's when we'll start seeing some, some stuff getting dropped, so... Yeah. Um, that I'll, unfortunately we can't get together and watch that because I think that'd be kind of fun with a friend being in town. But you and I will both be working at two p.m. Yes, we will. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. but that's all right. So, and, uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it for the the news this week. Which we talked about the news a lot, which is the first time we've done that in a very long time. It is, uh, but that's um, fine. You. Yeah have been playing video games matt and i played continued to play some that you had played last week and uh, yes. you played some new hot jams 
Yes, I um I finished two games this week as oh, well. Oh, really? So that's that's exciting. Uh the first one I want to talk about is Sly Cooper. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say I'm sorry, Manny. Oh, you don't like it? I just I, it's fine. Yeah, it is I, fun. I, I just I don't know, like it just felt very like I'm just not a big 3D platformer guy, and I know we've had this conversation before. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm just like very particular where I do like Ratchet and Clank and I do like Banjo Kazooie but that's pretty much it. I wanted, I'm going to give Sly Cooper two a try. Cause I know mm-hmm. you say like that one's a lot better. It is a lot better, but it, I don't think you'll like it either. Yeah. So. I, I, I mean like I can play through it, but it's just one of those things where like I was playing through Sly Cooper and I was just kind of thinking about ratchet and clank. Mm. So then I, um, I eventually just kind of went back to ratchet and clank and then found a way to glitch into the game, like glitch the game. So I could get like a, billion uh you know like like bolts or whatever oh nice so then i could get that million uh that that a trophy for getting a million which it's one of those things where it's like how did somebody figure this out like how did someone figure out that if you like place this item in the specific spot you'll glitch through the wall and then if you like fly over here a a building will just appear and then you have to glide down onto this track and then you go to the specific location on the track and then if you pull out this one weapon called the taunter and hold down this button for like 10 hours you'll eventually get like a million like who figured this out uh the answer is someone using an emulator (laughs) sure sure uh, but yeah, that that was just like, oh wow. So yeah, I was able to do that, and then I was able to get a couple more trophies. Nice. Uh, what I what I ended up doing was actually just kind of like doing glitching that, and then I just left my house and left it running all day. And then when I came home, I had those two. Oh, nice, and, nice. So that's uh, so I did that. But the one thing I did want to give a shout out to Sly Cooper is I did think it was a very charming game. Oh yeah, like I love those characters, like Bentley, yeah, like Murray and Sly, I like a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like the the one character would like he's kind of like the nerd or whatever, and he'd like very uh, just like complicatedly like uh, like explain what you're supposed to do, and then Sly would be like, "Oh, so I just have to hit the square button at this specific time, <laughs> yeah. okay?" So it's like, okay, they came up with like clever ways to do like tutorials and stuff, and I, I appreciate that, but it, it's just it is a you know 3D platformer. If you're really into 3D platformers, I think you'd really like Sly Cooper. Mm-hmm. Uh, just I I'm just what i just couldn't get into it after a couple hours i was like i i understand what this game is and it's just i'm not having fun Mm -hmm. uh so unfortunately i just was like i guess i'm just gonna like go back to ratchet and clank for a little bit but ultimately i just kind of stopped playing sly cooper Mm -hmm. um i did finish yakuza 3 this week which just shocked me yeah it is really short uh yeah it's not very it's not super long because like I because like as I said like I usually mainline these games I don't mm-hmm. like do all the side stuff a lot of times so I was able to get through it in like eleven hours oh shit so yeah I was like shocked at how short it was yeah, yeah. which I mean it uh, this was only twelve chapters so like mm-hmm. that should tell you how short it is because normally they're at least like fifteen or sixteen usually like fifteen to twenty chapters mm-hmm. so this being twelve chapters and usually each chapter is about an hour and there were some chapters that was maybe twenty thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. So it was just like shocking how short it was. Um, I think the other big thing is there's not a lot of like memorable moments. In Whoa, it. but there's the part where they're going to bulldoze a doghouse. Uh, uh, sure, there's little moments no, like I that. I know, I know. <laughs> but like, I think in a couple months, if you ask me what happened in Yakuza 3, I'm going to be like, oh, 
I don't really remember a lot. Where like Yakuza like, Six, I remember that, the orphanage. Yes, the orphanage. Um, and then I will remember the ending because that is a big cliffhanger ending. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you want me to spoil what happens at that end. No, but, we don't like, need to. But yeah. Uh, but like the one thing I kind of wanted to ask you is like, was Yakuza struggling at this time? Uh, I mean, in the U, I mean, it didn't exist here, right? Like, sure. I'm just kind of wondering because, like, I know a lot of TV shows. Like, if they're struggling and might get canceled, they have like a really like cliffhanger ending to try to justify like bringing it back. Uh, I mean, I don't even think that Yakuza Four like picks up on whatever this cliffhanger is. So, it's impossible not to. In what way? I don't. I mean, nothing that I can remember happens at the beginning of Four. Because I mean, you like literally play. I, I guess I have you, to spoil. You, this, you, like, you literally play as a different character. I, I'm sorry for spoiling this, but like, yeah. here you is stabbed at the end of the game, and like that's how it ends. Oh yeah, that doesn't matter at all. Well, yeah, obviously I know because like there's a four and five, and I've played no, six. No, but, like, but I'm pretty sure he's just like fine. So like they don't even carry up on not like that, what I mean, happened. Okay. Not that I remember. I kind of figured that'd be like a big part where he was like spending like at least the first hour like recovering in the hospital or something. That was my assumption. Uh, how, I mean, I think that's why, I, th- gonna... I think that's why you don't play as him mm. in the beginning. But that would make sense. Yeah, ultimately, I think this was a pretty forgettable game. Although there is this one part where you do where you like wrestle. Like you like you like pretend to be like professional wrestlers. And I was like, hey, this is probably the best depiction of professional wrestling I've seen in a video game. Because like they have you purposely taking falls and like there is kind of like a back and forth. So it's like, okay, you know, like this is probably the most accurate depiction of wrestling because like normally wrestling games is just like here's a really bad fighting game. Yeah. And it's and it's not even remotely close to what real wrestling is about. So uh, are you looking into something? No, I'm now I'm trying to think because I know that the dude who stabs Kiryu is in jail with Saijima right. in four. I mean, like, cause like that's how it ends. And you're just like, Oh, that's a cliffhanger. Yeah. Like, I, obviously I know he doesn't die, but well, no, like... I know, but I don't remember that mattering at all. I just remember mm. him being in jail while you are playing as Saijima in jail. And mm. that's it. Like, I don't remember the part where it affects Kiryu at all. If it does happen, I would just imagine he has a bandage on at the beginning of the mm-hmm. game and then is like, oh, I'm fine now. <laughs> because he's like the 50 cent of fucking Yakuza. Sure, sure. Yeah, um, so. yeah. But yeah, that was that's Yakuza. It's mm-hmm. all right. But I would definitely say out of all the Yakuza's I've played, it is the weakest. Mm-hmm. Which I think you would also agree with that. Uh, yes, I think five. Uh, I might five is weird because it's too long. I was gonna say I've heard five is like excruciating. Five long. is excruciatingly long. Uh, whereas like I really liked four, mm-hmm. uh, and the way those characters work out. But like in five, I was just like, dude, how the fuck is this still going? I wonder if I fall. I'll fall off five. I, I don't know. If, I mean, literally, the end of five is in the first five minutes of Yakuza Six, so I, you right. know, you already know what. <laughs> like, yes. you know, it's not even like you do, you have no idea. Like, it literally just mm-hmm. shows the ending cutscene of that game, mm-hmm. and that shocked me so much. I was like, "Whoa, this is like literally the exact ending cutscene for the beginning of the game." That seems crazy, but yeah. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, like, to bring you back to, like, that moment. No, I know, but just, like, the fact that it was just, like, a cut and paste, I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, okay, well, can't forget now. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, five is one that I'm like, ooh, if it ends up being too long, I I might fall off it before finishing it. Yeah, five was was rough. We'll see. Um, And you, you, like, play as Haruka. And you only, it's a rhythm game, but you like only play the same two songs over and over. Oh my God. Oh, weird. Oh, anyway, I assume that's like her singing career type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, uh, I also, uh, played Resident Evil remake, Mm -hmm. the remaster of the remake or I don't even know what it It, is. It is a remaster of the original Resident Evil remake. Yes. Of the, the GameCube game, yes. so like that's uh, that's what I played. Um, I liked it. I, I, I shockingly, this is what really shocked me. Like, it took me longer to beat Resident Evil than Yakuza Three. Oh yeah. So like, I was just like, wow. I mean, not that much longer. I think it took me like twelve hours, where Yakuza was like eleven and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I, I really just like that's all I really wanted to do. Anytime I'd like sit down and start playing games, I usually like to bounce around a little bit, but I just kind of like, I would get into this resident evil groove and I just kind of kept going with it. Cause like, it's just, it's one of those games where you kind of like, you get a new item and then you're like, all right, now I can get to this new area. So I want to just kind of keep going with this game. Um, I will say though, have you ever played this or seen like the cutscenes for it? Maybe? I have. Uh, it really made me appreciate modern day voice acting because uh, yeah it's oh old. it's bad it's very old it is uh it's rough it's like whew. uh voice acting got a lot better in the ps3 era mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh i and I, I assume a lot of that is just they started to actually pay for good voice actors and not just like hire the cheapest person to to read a script yeah uh, uh, um but the other but the other thing i do want to just kind of i I don't like the camera. I don't like the well, way yeah, they do cameras. It's fixed. It, well, it's not just that it's fixed. It's constantly shifting. Mm-hmm. And that just breaks my brain. Mm-hmm. Where I'm moving forward and then it shifts and now I'm moving towards the camera. But I don't have to m- change the direction that I'm moving the stick. But like that confuses me. So like I get confused. And that's like, this is exactly why I had a hard time with um, uh, Mario Galaxy. Mm-hmm where the camera just kept shifting at different and it just breaks my brain in a way. And I'm just like, I, my brain has shut down. So there were times where I had to just like, stop. I just like to have to like stop and just be like, all right, stop moving and just like reorient myself because like, I'm just getting so confused and like, I'm constantly getting spun around. So it's just, that's just like a weird me thing. I don't know if anybody else has those problems. Uh, but for me, I had like a, I was having a tough time with that. But even then, like I, I still like enjoyed the game enough. And a lot of it is just because like I just like the style of games where there is like that Metroidvania esque. I don't know exactly, but like there's just a lot of backtracking, and it's like, hey, I got this new item now. I can go to this new area. I have this key now. I can open up these these all these new doors, and I'm you know kind of excited about that. Mm-hmm. I will say though, it definitely does feel like in some ways it does feel like one of those like '90s adventures games where you're like who would ever figure this out mm-hmm. uh like who 
without a guide, like I don't think I would have ever finished this game because there's this one item, a dog whistle, where you have to go to a specific spot in the map and blow it, and then you have to kill the dog, and then like the dog drops an item, and then you got to take that item and examine that item, and then you got to grab that item, and then you have to examine that item, and it's like okay, I don't know if I would have ever figured out, especially the first part of like having this item that I just kind of found somewhere and going a like basically to the other side of the map on this like just like specific area in them like i would have never i mean i don't i don't know about that in specific but a lot of those earlier resident evil games like you do have to examine all those items and like yes yes there are, Which, I mean, there like, are things in the like environment that tell you but i, I don't know yeah I, I and for the most part i was figuring stuff out but like i had to look up the dog whistle specifically and like anybody who's played the game knows what i'm talking about mm-hmm. like, and maybe it does tell you somewhere I didn't see it, and I so like I got very lost in like examining the item. That's not anything new. Like mm-hmm. I've been, I've played enough Resident Evil games to know that you have to examine items and stuff. It was more just like this dog whistle. And yeah, just, and like, like a very like, specific I, spot. And yeah, yes, I, <laughs> yeah, I was just I, like, yeah. I was like, I would have never figured this out. But yeah. um, but yeah, no, I I, I did enjoy it. And uh, my only other question is like. At what point did Resident Evil start getting really batshit crazy? Because this this seemed a little bit more grounded. Two. Two, two is when it got crazy? I think okay. so. Yeah, and then three is like, what the fuck is happening? And then four, it just keeps ramping up into what yeah, the sure, fuck sure. It, Well, and then there was this like Code Veronica and fucking mm-hmm. outbreak and all that shit in between. So Well, and there was zero as well. Yes. There's just, uh, yeah, it got weird. Because, like, I haven't played 2. I just played the remake of 2, and I didn't know how much different 2 Well, yeah, and then you, like, fucking Tofu and all that shit in Resident Evil 2. Like, it's very Mm -hmm. weird. Uh, But, but yeah. Uh, I, you know, I enjoyed my time with uh, the, the, basically, the remaster of a GameCube game. Um, I will definitely... This is one of those where, like, halfway through, I was like, I think I might replay this, because I played it as uh, Chris, Mm -hmm. and boy only six inventory slots was a very frustrating (laughs) i was constantly running back to the item to Mm -hmm. like the item box which i know is like the point of the game but like they've done a better job of like figuring out ways of like making it inventory management but not making it that much of an inventory management. yeah but i mean that's what all of those survival horror games are still like usually yes but like you get more than six well yeah 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 So they've gotten better at like, you're still having to do that. But like, I was constantly running back and for whatever reason, they made it. So one of the doors, you could only use it a couple times and then door just like the doorknob just doesn't work anymore. So then you have to go all the way around to keep going back to this. And it's just like, why did they do this? Like, who thought like this, this adds a lot to the game. So that was a little frustrating, but yeah, but yeah, I mean, for the most part, I enjoyed my time with it um resident evil continues to like not really be that scary um mm. so it's not like that like it's not like a horror game there was really only one moment and it was just like it's one of those weird things where it's like it's just a little bit more realistic and it was just like where i was getting into water and then as i was getting into water just like normal snakes kind of got in with me and i was mm. like that i was just like oh i don't like this just but i also just don't really like snakes and like but that's one of those like that is very like like real world possible mm-hmm. where like, I'm not really worried about like a zombie apocalypse. What? That's I, shocking. I, I mean, know. that seems very plausible with our current reality. <laughs> so uh, I'm not worried about it. <laughs> 
because I know I will die almost instantly. If yeah. Uh huh. Same. So like, I, so like, I am not going to be one of the survivors. Yeah. And I and I'm okay with this because I don't think I'd want to live without technology anyway. Mm. Fair. Mm. And I assume you'd be about the same where it's like, yeah, mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, a couple days it would be fine but then like you know like two weeks you're just like what am i supposed to do with my life now like i don't even understand just fight for survival baby <laughs> that's it also i i i don't think i would because uh, like that is very much like a dog eat dog world type of mm-hmm. like where you have to just be like a horrible person and i don't think i could do that to people yeah same I don't think I could screw people over. And oh, I think no. like that's the only way you'd have to survive. But now we're getting way off track. Yes, we are way off track. What did you think <laughs> of Assassin's Creed 2? I'm impressed with it, actually. Oh, yeah. I, I, I actually bet that it still probably holds up reasonably well. It, for what and it was. That, I, it's just like, oh, this is probably one of the most influential open world games for Ubisoft. Oh, yeah. Because like I can just see where it's just like, Every single game they make basically <laughs> has the roots of this. Yes. Uh-huh. Where like the first one you're like, oh, I can kind of see it, but it's just not quite there. But this one you're like, okay, the combat could use a little bit more fine tuning and the, the, the traversal is not quite there, but it's like, it's pretty good. But like, uh, but yes, I mean, like it feels like a modern video game yes. in a lot of aspects. And, you know, the voice acting is solid, but like, you know, also Desmond is... What? Yeah, nothing. I can't remember who the famous actress is that is uh plays the lady. Oh, isn't it uh Kristen Bell? I think Kristen Bell. There you go. Yes. So it's just like okay, yeah, they they got like decent mm-hmm. voice actors. And I don't like that he just does the Nathan Drake voice, which I know that's just his normal that's voice, just but his like normal voice. But like that's Nathan Drake to me. Uh, yeah, but I I don't know. I Desmond, yeah, yeah, I, know. I, I just... was into Desmond before I was into sure. Uncharted, sure. and it's okay because you can easily forget Desmond exists when they ruined that entire plotline. So don't worry about it, Matt. And partially, I wanted to kind of go back and play these, is because I wanted to see that initial because like people really talk up to and like how where they're building up to and then after that and then like three people have a lot of like it's just like to say it, it, to me it is like one of the most squandered potential things in all of video mm-hmm. games like i just feel like what they were leading to i thought would be really cool and then they like didn't fully commit and like just really jumped the shark with the whole like oh but like now the gods are real and it was like which now like they have have that those plot points and like the end of odyssey and stuff like that but like they set it up for that in odyssey like they did not set up for that Mm -hmm. and these things and it's just like what the fuck did you do to this plot? Like, I don't understand. Like, I'm okay with weird supernatural shit, but like, you did not set this up like this, and you just like went off the fucking deep end, man. What as far as happened? I understand, they were building towards like a modern day thing. Yeah, and like I I still think that is such a cool moment. Like the ends of this and Brotherhood. Mm-hmm. The ending of Brotherhood kind of less so because they do get into a lot of the weird bullshit. Because uh, there's also Revelations. Yeah, I never played Revelations and that added mm. the whole tower defense mode. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know, man. Like, it just this and Brotherhood, like, 
I think had such potential. And then they just, yeah, Assassin's mm. Creed three came out and I was like, Ooh, not a huge fan of this one, but they uh, had but both yeah. combat. And that is why I like black flag. So, mm. uh, but yeah, I'm enjoying it. I definitely want to get, you know, keep playing it. It was just one of those things where like, I just, I got into a resident evil mode this week and mm-hmm. I just kind of, just kind of kept playing that instead of so uh, but now i finished yakuza i finished resident evil so now i can get into the assassin's creed train but yeah i'm uh i'm definitely enjoying and it's one of those things where it's like wow this was what 2009 i think it's like okay yeah. uh this is when part of the generation they really kind of started to figure out how to like take advantage of like the new consoles because like those first like probably two three years they were still kind of feeling stuff out and figuring stuff out uh especially like 2007 like you look at games from like 2007 a lot of them are pretty rough yes but then you get to like 2008 and then definitely 2009 you're like okay this is when like mass effect 2 came out where the first mass effect was a little rough too like they they kind of figured some stuff out same with assassin's creed 2 like it's just kind of like okay this is uh very exciting um i very much look forward to playing through uh more of assassin's creed Mm -hmm. 2 and uh i'll have more to say because i'm only like maybe four hours into it uh, but I am enjoying the character Ezio. Yeah, no, his, like uh, I like his, Ezio. His there are people who feel very passionately in their dislike of Ezio, but like, I don't, I don't know, because like, he's just like a weird Italian playboy kind of guy, and like I can see why some people might not like that, but I think he's fun. But like, he's the main character of like the next three Assassin's Creed games. Like, if you hated that character, like, why did you keep playing it? Well, exactly. But also, he's like way better than fucking Altair. So I I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Like, hey, they made a character with some personality. Mm -hmm. And no, I yeah, like I I like Ezio as a character. Mm -hmm. I think he's fun and interesting. And like that, that keeps me through that part. Whereas, like, I'm not as interested in the like history part of it, I guess. So, like, a a lot of those, like, ah, this is a character from history, doesn't really like pull me in as much whereas like i i got invested in Ezio's story like i think he's just a sure. fun character um well and he's got like you know he's got you know some stuff happened to him mm-hmm. and it's kind of interesting to see what's got where that's gonna lead uh because especially knowing that it's not just like a one game and like there there are multiple games like I, i'm very excited to kind of see his uh his trilogy and see see where he goes so. mm-hmm. Uh, but why don't you tell me about uh, Grifflands, the, uh, the game that you've been playing? So stop me if you've heard this before. It is a card-based roguelite. I um, I haven't heard. I know. What? I figured you've never heard of a card-based roguelite before. This one has actually been in early access for like two years. Uh, I, I yeah, this is this is like Wales, right? Uh, Clay makes this okay. But... No, like I thought, I thought like the cards have like whales or something like from. But I might be thinking. No, I don't else. think so. Okay, uh, I'm not getting. There's a lot of. Uh, there's a lot I of f- card based roguelites out there, and especially uh, like I. There's definitely been a, a few that have also been in early access. Yeah. So. Well, so this <laughs> is made by Clay, the company that made like Mark of the Ninja and Don't Starve. Uh, okay. So they're like a huge indie developer now. Um, but anyways, this game, people had been talking it up when it was in early access. And I was like, okay, it just came out of early access on June 1st. And 
uh, it was only $6 with a $10 off coupon on the Epic mm. game sale. And then you could also get it on steam as well. Even if you bought it on the Epic store, cause clay is cool like that. Um, so I was just like, I'll try this and I do like it. It is supposed to be more like a story based roguelite, I guess, where it's like you pick one of the three characters in the beginning, you only have the one and you unlock the other two as you go. But like the first character is Sal and she is this bounty hunter and they like do this a good job of like creating this weird gritty world with filled with bounty hunters and stuff. And just the, her goal is to take down this specific like shitty crime Lord dude. Mm. Uh, and you go, you go on a series of quests and stuff, but the way it works is like you interact with people in the world and depending on how you interact with them, they'll either like you or hate you. And if you get mm-hmm. them to love you, you will get positive perks. And if you get them to hate you, they will give you negative perks. Um, okay. That just like are not great. Um, it's, it's it's so weird to describe this game because it has two battle systems. The regular battle system where you're like actually fighting is basically just slay the spire. Like it, it has like, you are just there you get defense and it like goes away at the end of your turn. Um, and it just blocks damage to your main health. And like, it plays very similar to slay the spire in that way. But the other one is negotiation battling and it uses a completely different deck made with the negotiation cards. And like, mm-hmm. I, it's not that I don't like that part as much. It's just that I don't get it as much. Basically like you have okay a core argument and you're using specific cards to hurt their argument or give yourself buffs to hurt their argument or protect your own and so like the negotiation cards like one of them will the one i can think of offhand is called like speed talking and it's like oh it'll do anywhere randomly between one and three damage but then there are like buffs that you can get that will make it so that they always do the three out of three damage. And so like, you got to try to do that. And there's like different buffs called the dominance. Uh, and now I'm blanking on literally everyone. Cause there's like 12,000 buffs that you can get and they keep introducing me to new ones. And I'm like, I don't know what this does. Uh, and so like that part, what always ends up happening is like, I, I don't do well enough. So then I'll end with like half the health of that. So you have like regular mm-hmm. HP for regular battles. And then like, resolve is your health for the negotiation battles and so i'll always Mm. end with like half resolve and then they'll be like now you're doing another one and then i'll just like lose um and usually what happens if you lose all your resolve is then you just have to fight them um so usually you like use it to weaken them and then fight them uh but it is an interesting game and like i like seeing like how your actions uh affect the world and give you the positive and negative buffs like my favorite thing is when you're in regular battles characters will have a health threshold and when you get them below that they will surrender and you can choose to either let them run or kill them in cold blood and like if Mm -hmm. you kill them in cold blood like people will be more scared of you and stuff uh or they like maybe they won't come back later when they would have come back to help you because you spared them or whatever so like Mm -hmm. sometimes they'll come back and be like oh i'll help you in battle so you can have like three allies help you in regular battles sometimes uh and so it's it's a neat game and like people really liked it. And I think they are creating uh, an interesting world, but 
it just did the world doesn't grab me so like once you see the main plot points over and over i found myself just skipping through a lot of the weird incidental dialogue because it's like they're making up so many terms and like you can use like this kind of glossary to figure out what they're talking about but it's just like i just don't i don't know it's not grabbing me in that way where like mass effect does where it's like oh, i have to read every codex entry it's just like oh yeah and all the dialogue from the people is like and you're like what the fuck this is some alien language i don't care i i don't know i can see it some people really resonating with it and i think i'm going to try to stick with it until i like beat one of the characters campaigns uh because like it it is like a roguelite and you get certain points that you can spend to like have more overall max health or stuff mm-hmm. stuff like that start with more positive skills um but it is interesting and like it, i think it's so funny because when i think of clay i think of them as making mark of the ninja which is one of the first xbox live arcade games that was really popular and shank which is like a weird beat em up game i never think about how they made don't starve and that's like one of the most popular games like on steam Mm -hmm. all the time because it was just like one of those first like oh yeah it's a survival game fucking get in there and people love don't starve and they've made a hundred expansions so to me they're just like these people who make these really weird hand-drawn fun games then i'm like oh they did make don't starve (laughs) fuck so they're not the like tiny developer i think they are anymore like they have tons of money um but yeah out of griftlands is cool i think it's interesting because they still develop stuff for don't starve and like a multiplayer version don't starve together and then they just are making these other weird things on the side that are like oh we thought this would be cool so griftlands is neat but it is just another card-based roguelite that i don't know does a whole lot to separate itself from most of the other ones out there like the fact that the battle part of it is literally just slay the spire is like oh okay i see Mm -hmm. Um, now can you finish this game now yes because like i looked at looked it up a little bit and it's like okay i remember seeing footage of this but like it they were people were very complimentary when it came, first came out but it was one of those like but you can't finish it yeah so you, defi- you only had a certain point you definitely uh, can finish it like i will be able to fight the person that sal wants to fight mm-hmm. and that'll be over and like i unlocked the second character i didn't play as them yet so i don't know what their story and cards are and there's a third one mm-hmm. um so yeah you definitely can't feel like it's out now and yeah. it seems like they are going to continue supporting it with more cards and stuff and like maybe they'll add more characters or something but uh yeah it, yeah because there's neat the one that i got and got into was monster train yeah that is also a, a roguelite card battler mm-hmm. but that one's also like easier and you can you can actually beat that in like one or two tries which would probably take an hour yeah and like this there, there are like parts where you have to like side with either like the cops or the bad people and doing that will make you like have slightly different quests going through it that are always like kind of slightly random but usually involving sure. the same characters um and so like that the, the the choice and the way stuff affects the way people feel about you is interesting i just don't know that it like goes far enough to make this like some super unique memorable thing for me at least uh, but the, i mean like if if hades didn't have like an actual story i mean like it's a roguelite i mean yeah but i mean it also it also is like the one of the best playing roguelites ever so that no no i'm saying a lot too but no what i'm saying is like this is just another roguelite 
where like the standard is not having a good story. So like, yeah. And it's so like, it seems the story is interesting enough. Like I, I do, sure. I do think that like someone would get really into the world and the characters. It's just like, for some reason I don't care at all. Like I was, yes. I was hoping I did. And then after like the second run through, I was like, Oh, I just don't, mm. this, I don't care for some reason. So, uh, yeah, that's all. That's all I got. I've still been playing mass effect too. So it continues to oh, be fam. good. So is that what's taking up a lot of your time is mass effect two? Uh, I just didn't play a lot this week. Um, mm. but yeah, mostly mass effect two. And then I'm just waiting for next Friday so I can play guilty gear and ratchet and clank and backbone and something else. Is it Friday next Friday? Yeah. Ooh. All right. That'll be, that'll be popping. Mm-hmm. Very excited. <laughs> awesome mm-hmm. that's that's very soon it is so, but uh you ready to move into part three which i assume is just gonna be frosty it is week? but i have to go pick up frosty because i forgot to bring it over here before oh. so give me like two seconds uh manny's just a very unprofessional host i i apologize you know for you know i profusely apologize for you know his just you know unprofessionalism oh, uh, okay so but he is manny is back now he has frosty he is stirring it up uh, hopefully he'll pick like a shorter one because although like we didn't talk a lot about games okay so yeah we will this this will be a shorter one i think uh okay. i got twisted metal oh awesome <laughs> so i did not have a playstation growing up but mm-hmm. i would often go to people's houses who had PlayStations. And for some reason, one of the PlayStation franchises that all of the people I knew had was Twisted Metal. And that is, there are two car combat games that I can remember from that time. And they are Twisted Metal and Vigilante 8. And I don't know anything about Vigilante 8, except for that the ads all used to have a school bus with guns on it. Does the... I know it's more of a racing game, but like Demolition Derby. Demolition Derby would be, yeah, about the same type of thing. Because, yeah, that that was less like just a straight in an arena and more like you're fighting yes. on the track. I guess Road, sure, Road sure. Rash, too, is kind of similar to that as well, where you're just motorcycle gangs beat the shit out of each other during a race. My cats are fighting each other and making weird sounds. Uh, but Now, I will say for me personally, I've never played Twisted Metal. Mm-hmm. So what I... Th- when I hear Twisted Metal, what I think is David Jaffe. And that's true. That I, Which I think is fair. Yeah, because he, I mean, he worked on them. Uh, up, yes. I, th- I think all of them, in fact. Um, even even the reboot that seemed to do very poorly. Which the reboot was not that long ago. No, like in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, it was a PS3 game. And it was like pretty late PS3, if I remember correctly. Twisted Metal PS3 was 2012, so less than 10 years ago. Yeah, so tw- Twisted uh, Metal is like a really weird franchise because it does really personify what I associate with David Jaffe. And that's yes. kind of mean, but it is like really try hard, edgy shit. <laughs> and he like, and like, he is like anti story. Which is weird because people really like Twisted Metal's story, quote unquote. Sure. I don't know that they were right for that, but like people really, for some reason, latched on to some of the characters in Twisted Metal. And like, they're all just like weird 
freaky people who have like very twisted backstories. Like I can't remember, but like obviously the main character that people think of is the main one, Sweet Tooth, who is just a mm-hmm. clown with flaming hair. And he has the ice cream truck uh, that he goes around with. And like, just like the the main bad guy, I think his name is Calypso. They're, they're just all fucking weird. And they, they all have very specific cars and reasons why they have entered this tournament so that they can like, I think they were trying to gain immortality. <laughs> I don't even remember, but like the first few, like Twisted Metal 1, 2, and 3, I just remember being like, can't be in the same way that old Mortal Kombat games used to be, where it's like, oh, yes, mm-hmm. this is like hyper violence and like really gritty, but also it's just really dumb and kind of funny. I, which I mean, like, it was what, probably mid 90s, the yeah. first couple. Mm-hmm. So, like, I mean, like, so it was very 90s. Yeah. And like, so it was just that same kind of campy style. Like, if you had told me Midway made those games, I would have been like, mm-hmm. sure. All right. But then where it got really weird was the PS2 one, Twisted Metal Black, where they were trying to be like, yo, it's actually fucked up now, though. And like, I just remember even then being like, what? What (laughs) is this? And like, all of the Mm -hmm. endings were just really weird and like fucked up on purpose. And it just was like, oh, this, I don't. I don't know that this is as fun and like, it's really weird. Like at least the first couple on PlayStation one were just like weirdly colorful and like really stupid. Whereas like twisted metal black was one of the first games I ever remember being like having that really brown and black gray color palette Mm. and just being like, Oh, we're so edgy. Like, this is insane. And like, they really were going for that with twisted metal black though. It wasn't like they did it on accident where mm-hmm. I think a lot of games stumble into that on accident where you're like, Ooh, you're really trying hard. I feel like naming your game twisted metal black metal black. Yeah. Like you're probably going for, <laughs> which I mean, that was what early two thousands, which was like, prime emo mm-hmm. where emo was just becoming a thing yeah uh so like very edgy uh so yeah i could see that being very like what were the games like was it just a multiplayer game or was there like a single player aspect so there was like, like there is so there was but it's both to answer to answer that, I, uh, to, to answer that question okay. so like in the single player you would pick a character and you would basically mm-hmm. just like go through so it, it's it's like a fighting game almost i was gonna ask and the way it, it like is it, it's like you would just go to like paris and mm-hmm. I, I there were specific like real world locations in most of them like you would go there and you would just like beat every get so many kills and like then you move on to the next stage and then eventually you would do like one-on-one boss fights with like calypso or whoever was the main villain for each one and then like it would play you like a fighting game arcade game style ending (laughs) for each character and he'd be like oh yeah sweet tooth like then he went around and killed kids with his ice cream truck and it wasn't actually that but like stuff like that and they'd just be like weird fighting game-esque endings like they were back in the day so they weren't like satisfying like like endings to anything not not really and like none obviously because it was like fighting games where like some of them are conflicting each other so you don't know what one is canonical until the next game (laughs) and and weird shit like that uh and then the multiplayer was just like you and your friends in a four player split screen driving around, trying to shoot each other with rockets out of these dumb cars. 
So basically just like the Mario Kart. Yeah, Mario Kart battle mode, but edgy. Yes, sure. sure. And that stuff was really popular then. And I always think it's funny because people always are like, yeah, why don't they still make Twisted Metal? And it's like, these were never great. And they definitely don't hold up now. And look at the games that Sony makes now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And And so, like, that's why I think it's weird, right? Is, like, they did try to reboot Twisted Metal again during Mm -hmm. that era of, like, Sony making these big single-player, like, games like that. And I don't even know that I've seen more than 10 minutes of footage of that Twisted Metal reboot. But I just remember it being it had these multiplayer modes where like there would be like a really big person and then like you would work together to take them down and shit like that. And it just. Yeah, I think it ended up being one of those things where it's like the content was very thin. Mm. And it didn't do what people like wanted a new Twisted Metal to do, which like even then that's an impossible task to recreate because twisted metal i think when people wanted a new one it was like they wanted people to recreate the nostalgia of them hanging out with their friends and playing like multiplayer or whatever and that was Mm -hmm. never gonna happen no manny yes i want to quiz you okay do you know who the developer was for that twisted metal reboot in 2012 i don't was david did david did did david was it sony santa monica no Mm. do they still exist now no oh i have no idea that they went to they they were founded in 2007 Uh uh-huh and they went defunct in 2017 so they had a 10-year run oh shit and it's a studio called eat sleep play inc Okay. And they made Twisted Metal head on, extra Twisted Edition. So I'm guessing that I think was just that's like a, PSP a, a collection, game. a PS2 collection yeah. game. They made Twisted Metal, the PS2 or the PS3. And then they went on to just make four uh, iOS and Android games uh, Running with Friends, Looney Tunes Dash, Ice, Arctic, Ice Age Arctic Blast, and Cars vs. Bosses. And then they just went <laughs> defunct. So, yeah. So that PS2 game, I believe, was a collection of the PSP uh, Twisted Metals. Because they did, yeah, they did yeah, Twisted yeah. Metal did get a couple like PSP mm-hmm. exclusive releases. And then I'm guessing David Jeffy left. And then he was like, you know what I'm going to do? Make Drawn to Death drawn to death and then i assume he's basically been just like kicked out of the game industry altogether yeah so he has he has a podcast Mm. that he brings people on and that was how that he talked to that guy from sony bend the guy who got fired and that's where that thing came out about how they were like wanted to make days gone too Mm -hmm. but then said like basically always buy games at full price if you want them to succeed and it was like well how would anyone know they want this franchise to succeed in this new ip that has never existed before so his argument made no sense unless you just buy every game at full price all the time and hope that it's your favorite franchise 
Well, then, like, it didn't review well. Well, no, but also like, every preview of that was... I, I Every preview mm-hmm. of Days Gone was a game developer basically saying, yo, this sucks shit. Mm-hmm. So, like, there was never any positive button. So that whole argument is yeah. weird. But, like, also, sometimes people just can't afford full-price games. Like, they, sh- you shouldn't be guilting people if they like Days Gone because they couldn't buy it full-price that it's their fault that days gone too mm-hmm. is like fuck you dude that's insane no because like sony released ghost of tsushima and that did extremely well and that's a new ip exactly it just so, it, it doesn't so and like, also that was like against most critics right because yes. that reviewed like pretty meddling like middling to what, high ghost of tsushima yeah it was like uh I mean, it, high 70s mid 80s from a lot of from a lot of places sure. and like a lot of places were really surprised by how popular it was which i thought mm-hmm. was really funny because i was like oh i always thought this was really cool but i think a lot of like yeah, yeah. game journalists thought it was just like a boring concept yeah which i i think like i as, as i said it's just assassin's Creed, no i, I know it, I, just, I just think it's like ghost of tsushima succeeded as, as well with like you know Yes. Not necessarily the most glowing fucking praise and previews and stuff. It's just people thought it looked cool and wanted to give it a shot, you know? But I, but I, the fundamental difference here is Days Gone, Metacritic score of 71, Ghost of Tsushima, 83. Yeah. Which, that's, it is a, big that's difference, a huge difference. But, like, also, uh, that argument doesn't take into account the fact that, like, if a game has good word of mouth, it will have a really yes. long sales tale on it. Yes. And, you know studios can get away with that especially if they're owned by a first party well and also what helped ghost ghost of tsushima and as shitty as this is a lot of angry fanboys got really angry at last of us Mm -hmm. and because ghost of tsushima was just like a male protagonist and it it wasn't really pushing the boundaries in any way people latched onto that game and were like this is what video games are yeah so it it, it also got like that weird but like i just really like ghost of tsushima mm-hmm. personally and it had that great multiplayer but now we're getting completely yeah i was going to say to, 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 get back, to get back on track like i twisted metal to me is symbolic uh, of a time in games that is gone uh like yes because people uh, can still... i take a step further sure david jaffe oh oh yeah <laughs> but like so i think they're like outside of david jaffe i i think there yes. are parts of twisted metal that are fun to look back at like i bet if we watched like the endings of those arrested twisted metal games they'd be hilarious like i bet we mm-hmm. wouldn't be able to stop laughing at how fucking stupid and try hard they are like i bet it would be so funny mm-hmm. um but it's just but like they're not going for that though. no they're they were not they were trying to be like this is so fucking mm-hmm. crazy and you're just like mm. i i bet the ones from twisted metal black would be a little less funny and just be like oh boy um because <laughs> i bet the, i bet they also like delve into some subjects trying to be hard as fuck mm. that are just like mm, maybe we shouldn't have done that <laughs> uh but it's just one of those things where people always are like, yeah, I want to relive the glory days of like when me and my homies would get together and fucking play Twisted Metal. I love Sweet Tooth. I got them tattooed on my arm. And like that is something that can it can literally never happen again. Like car combat games, we've evolved so far past that. The closest thing we're going to get is Destruction All-Stars on the PS5. And it has to be like a multiplayer only component thing. Well, what the fuck was that? Uh, there was one that came out like a couple years ago 
that people really liked for a little bit. And it was just are like, you, oh, what the fuck was it called? On Are you talking about the... Oh, I thought you were going to talk about the Destruction Derby game Wreckfest. No, I, I was talking about Onrush. Okay. Um, and so, like, that is, I think, the closest we will ever get to, like, the tw- what Twisted Metal was like before. I, I Well, and, like, <laughs> Nintendo will keep releasing Mario Kart, and it'll probably have those battle mode. And, like, that is enough to satiate the market. Except for the one where they didn't do it, which was original Mario Kart 8. Mm-hmm. They they made it shitty and then they for deluxe they were like this is the only thing we're changing here mm-hmm. you go oh, and they added splatoon characters those were the t- only two things they added <laughs> yeah and i think like the, that's like fun enough oh yeah it's it's fun enough like if you want to just like dick around with that mode but like when literally mm-hmm. the whole game is that yes it just like and the way like local multiplayer doesn't really work out the same way anymore. It takes something away from that. And also when it's like, that's the only way you could play multiplayer before mm-hmm. you would have one game as a kid and play it for months and months. Cause it was all you had. Whereas now there's just such a more diverse offering of games and stuff. It's just like, it's one of those things where well, I think it's very rare for specific entire game types to be lost to time. But this is one of those cases where, like, there will never be another car combat game that, like, hits mainstream like that. Like, some dude probably made a Kickstarter for a car combat game. And in their text, they were like, do you remember Vigilante 8 and (laughs) Twisted Metal? Well, we're making what other game companies are afraid to make. And then, like, Mm -hmm. it'll get backed, but no one will know what it is or remember it ever. Sure. Yeah, I, I feel like old school adventure games are another one that you will never see like that anymore. Uh, except that They've they happen to... constantly. <laughs> yeah, but like they're different. I They're slightly different, but like I'm excited about Backbone next week. And like that's sure. just an adventure game, except that you play sure. as a raccoon. Mm-hmm. Whereas I'm not going to play a car combat game next week. <laughs> <laughs> or like, you know, Jack X Combat Racing is mm-hmm. a great game. I love that game. It's my favorite Jack and Dexter game. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, like, kart racers are still a thing. No, I know, and that's closer to a kart racer. It's somewhere in between Mario yes. Kart and, like, an older car combat game. It's Mario Kart, but with machine guns. Because we also got... Um, uh... Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing. Well, that, but then Activision, was it last year or two years ago, they released... Um... Not Sly Cooper. Uh, the the Naughty Dog game from PS4. Oh, Crash Team Racing. Crash Team Racing, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was a good competent kart yes. uh, racer. For sure. Um, so, like, yeah, stuff like that still exists. But f- just, like, pure car combat games? No thanks. I also just don't think... Uh, it's it, not, it's it, not compelling gameplay. Is what it and if you do, it's got to be like a twenty dollar. Oh it yes, it a, cannot be a sixty. It can't it cannot be, $60. be a sixty dollar product because it. Excuse me, seventy dollars. Seventy dollars for Sony. Like you got to. Oh fuck, that's so much ratchet and clank cost. Uh, yeah, but like you, if now that would be like yes, if if someone is asked to pay more than twenty dollars for like what Twisted Metal is mm. now, people would laugh in your fucking face. How much is Destruction All Stars? Thirty? Uh forty, I think. If you're gonna pay for, but I mean, it was free on PlayStation Plus. It was free. So like, sure. I uh, I don't know. Yeah, I I saw the disc copy. Like, I it baffled me that they were selling disc copies. It was like on sale at Best Buy for ten bucks or something. 
Um, but yeah, I, th- I think it's 40 if I remember correctly. Um, oh, that's that poor, that poor game because it did seem like it was like people were like, oh, this is like kind of fun. And then like, I think they're like not really supporting it in the way they had like mm. promised or something. Maybe I'm just missing all the news about it, but they were trying to go for a similar thing where like characters had their own like plots that you would follow by unlocking new levels and stuff. Um, but even that they were, they were going for a very different style yes, where yes. it was much more colorful and fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I, which I mean, like, sure. Uh, that's what you probably have really kind of want to do. I don't think you want to make like bland games anymore, No, no, no. but yeah, like it, it got a 62 on Metacritic, which is just, what we probably would have expected but yeah like when i think about twisted metal like if i know twisted metal has fans like if we're if they heard us talking smack about twisted metal like this they would write us a strongly mm-hmm. worded letter and say, you just don't get it it was an ice cream You're truck. Right. i didn't play it, it was an ice cream truck with a flaming clown head it was the coolest fucking shit you've ever seen you dumbass and it's just mm-hmm. like yeah okay go get your dragon tattoo from mortal Kombat, my man <laughs> uh and the, like that, that's all I have to say about it. And Twisted Metal is like a really weird place, time and place thing that just like mm-hmm. it's so strange to have a relic like that that is just like very so specifically of a time and place that will never come back again. And I think it's emblematic. They tried on the PS3, man, and it failed so miserably. Like, I think that game bombed in spectacular fashion, if I remember correctly. Well, as I went through the developer, I wonder if the developer didn't quite have the talent to make the game. Also well. probably true, because I bet Sony was like, I don't have a lot of faith in this, but people keep mm-hmm. saying they want one. Let's give the fans what they want. <laughs> uh, I, yeah. I am trying to remember. Yeah. Oh, yep. Oh, I did. Okay. I was just kind of curious about our Sony bracket if I put Twisted Metal. Oh, I was going to say, did you buy Twisted Metal? As no. someone who is playing these PS3 games, you could play Twisted Metal. I have standards, man. I bet it's basically <laughs> free. Hang on one the, second. The PS3? Twisted Metal PS3. Oh my god. It is $60 used uh this looks like brand new sealed from amazon yes that's brand new it is that 1238 1238 even sounds sounds like like too much but i think it's really funny that for some reason amazon still has new sealed copies of this product 18 in fact we could get it delivered in just three days they, did you know they made a PS2 version of Twisted Metal Black? It was a PS2 game. Oh, it was? Yes. I was thinking it was PS... Oh, wait. Twisted Metal Black was PS2. Yes, yes. and it was the greatest hits. As In fact, it was the greatest people hits. loved yes. it. I like that Twisted Metal 2, 3 is 1735. Hmm. Uh, so anyways, that'll do it for us here. Uh, sorry if you love Twisted Metal and we kind of just dunked on it a little bit, but you know. In fairness, I never played it, so I, okay. I just I know did, David Jaffe. I did play it, and I will dunk mm-hmm. on it all day long. <laughs> and I, I trust your judgment. Uh, so. Yeah, I just like, it's really funny to me, thinking back on it, and it's like, people are like, mm-hmm. what are your favorite iconic PlayStation characters? And like, back in the day, people would have said Sweet Tooth, and now, mm-hmm. no one knows who the fuck Sweet Tooth is. And I think that's great. 
because he should mm-hmm. be left to a time we all forget. Uh, anyways, thank you guys for listening. We will be back next week where who knows by that time, maybe I will have played guilty gear. Some maybe I will have played ratchet and clank. Some I it's possible. I'll have played backbone some by then. Uh, some things will be talked about on the Thursday before the podcast. So like to pre pre E three action. Uh, mm-hmm. and then the week after that, we'll talk all about E three. So, yeah, I mean, we get to talk about how I don't care about Elden Ring. Oh, sure. I want to play Elden Ring, but it's not going to come out this year. Mm, it could. There is a 0% chance Elden Ring is going to come out this year. I'm just going to say that with a certainty. I was going to say okay. some certain. I'm going to say certainty. Okay. I think there is a 0% chance Elden Ring comes out this year. I'm pretty All confident right. in that. Bold claims. I don't know that it's that bold. Uh, anyways, thank you guys for listening. As always, theme song sting operation by the band Anamanaguchi. Excellent chiptune band. Check them out. And we will be back next week. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs>